You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. So, so glad that you joined me, and I want to get right on into the Word of God, but I'm going to start with another question, and that is, how is your heart? How is your heart? What's the condition of your heart? Is it some? Is, is your heart able to handle uh, what is required of it? And so, so as I connect that to what I'm going to share today, I think it's very important um, that we understand where we stand um, and what's our heart condition. And really, what I'm saying is, what's the, the 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 condition of the soil that's in your heart? What kind of soil do you have? And um, and so, uh, I mean, I think many of us are probably familiar with the parable of the sower. We probably grew up in, you know, Bible study and uh, vacation Bible school and Sunday school, learning about the parable of the sower. And, you know, it's the word of God. And, and really the word of God never grows old, or at least it should never, we should never allow it to grow old. But as I was reflecting on the conditions of our hearts in in today's world, I think it's critical for us to always um, have an understanding of where our heart is and the condition uh, of our heart and what type of soil that we have, because our whole life is governed as Christians by the word of God. It should be. Right. And so it should be something that that is a part of our everyday living all throughout the day. And no, we can't walk around with the Bible in our hand and reading the Bible, reading the word, you know, 24 um, seven. But 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 what do we do with the word of God when we do hear it? How do we receive it? And once we receive it, how what care do we take with the word of God? So that's really what you know, I'm going to share with you today. And as we look at the word of God, it's it's the manifestation of the mind of God, his will, his way, his heart, his emotions, his thoughts is his plan for our lives. It's all in the word of God. It's the manifestation of the very essence of who God is. And so, and how he wants to govern our lives in it. So it's our playbook, you know, so the word of God is vital in our lives. And so, as we look at it, we see that the message that comes from the, the word or the Bible, same thing, synopsis, you know, in Psalms 119, it's, it's, it's verses after verses that talks about the word of God. Uh, it, it talks about statues, which is the word of God, the law of God, which is the word of God, um, his way, his, his commandments, his will, all of that all of that falls under the word of God. And so we see all throughout scripture, it talks about, you know, even in Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division or the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and, um, and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Another scripture from out of Matthew 4, 4 says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, what? That comes from out of the mouth of God. Psalms 119, 105, we've heard it before. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. John 1, 1, we know that, right? It says in the beginning was what? The word. And the word was God and the word was with God. And so 
And then in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, it says all scripture, scripture meaning the word, is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training and righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. So, so we can be competent, so that we can be well-equipped. Um, we need to receive the word of God. It's, it's critical. It's vital for us. And then lastly, another scripture I want to share, Second Timothy 4, 2 says, preach the word. Who's going to preach the word? The preacher, the man of God. All right. Preach the word that be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. So so the word of God is should be our all in all. But how is it that we receive the word of God? And, you know, in that in the parable of the sower, it talks about four types of 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 soil and um, so, and really what it in essence is unpacking is the character of our hearts or the character of the soul, condition of the soul. And so in the parable, we, we'll, we'll, we'll start out reading, but immediately we, we want to establish that Jesus is the one that sows the seed. Now, the seed, of course, you know, in the parable relates to the word of God. And in Matthew, um, the 13th chapter, it starts out first. Uh, verses three through six and eight and nine, where it talks about where he's actually giving the parable. And we know that, you know, Jesus, he taught in parables oftentimes because he wanted to, to present the message in such a way that it was for those who really wanted it. And those who didn't, he wasn't going to cast his pearls before swine. So he taught in parables a lot. And even sometimes, you know, it, it, it called into question the condition of even the the uh, the disciples when they were following, because sometimes they were a little perplexed about the parables that Jesus was teaching, and so they asked Jesus after he shared the parable of the sower in the in this particular verse. Um, they asked, "Why why is it that you speak in parables? Why why can't you just plainly?" Speak to us. And then he goes on to say, it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. You know, and so in other words, God says, I've given you what you need to be able to understand what I'm talking about. And 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 really, so in other words, he's, he gave the code. He's, he's given the key uh, that we need to be able to understand when Jesus speaks to us, when we hear the word of God, that he's given us the ability to, to, un, to gain the understanding or to get the understanding to know how to apply the word of God to our lives. And so, so as we look in this, we have to recognize that, um, that God is looking for those who hunger and thirst for his word, those who sincerely want his word and want to receive his word and not only receive his word, do his word. Because in James, it talks about don't just be a hearer of the word. Don't just hear the word. Don't just have tickling ears, you know, to say, oh, I'm excited about hearing the word, but 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 be a doer of the word. And so all of that is predicated on the condition of our hearts or the condition of the soil that's in our hearts. And so, um, so as we go into this parable, I'm going to read it first and, and, and then begin to break it down with the four different types of, of people that we see uh, or the soil and the people that we see and the different types of response um, to God's word. And so in Matthew, the 13th uh, chapter down at the 18th verse, he begins to explain what was meant by 
um, when he shared the parable of the sower. He said, therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. Now let's stop right there. Let's, let's, let's think about this thing. The first uh, type of soil that he talked about was by the wayside. And even as I was driving on my way uh, uh, here to, to um, record this podcast, I was taking notice of the wayside, you know, the, the side of the road, you know, the side of the road, you know, that type of soil that's there, it's compact, it's hard, it's, it's, it's phallogran, it's ground that you, that you can't easily dig up and plant seeds there. Um, you know, even on the wayside, it's all kinds of things. You see trash on the side of the wayside. You, you, you see, uh, there may be some parts of grass that may grow, but then others is mostly barren. Um, and so, um, and you see all kinds of things. It's like when you drive on the wayside, I mean, when you're driving on the road, the wayside, you don't, you could care less about you. you, Your main thought is being on the main road and getting to your destination. Um, and so, When we look at the wayside, it talks about when someone hears the word of God. So you're hearing the word of God. Okay. You're hearing the word of the kingdom, but you don't understand, you know, in the word of God, it talks about, and all you're getting, get understanding. And so when you hear the word of God, um, whether you're reading the word of God, whether it's your pastor that's preaching, or maybe you're hearing a teacher teach it, or you're listening to the word of God online or live streaming or whatever it is. You got to make sure that you're getting understanding of what the word of God is. Don't just let it be a checklist because maybe you you don't want to have a guilt trip about not tuning in to hear the word of God. And so you do yourself a disservice if you're just turning on the word and you're just turning on, you know, the messages that you may hear from your pastor and you just let it just roll, you know, because what's happening? Really, you are allowing the soil of the wayside to be the type of soil that that seed is being thrown onto. Now, back in the day, they used to take seeds and just throw it like this. You know, I'm sure they have a more meticulous way of doing the seeds nowadays. But um, and so but when the word is being released, what ground is it is it falling on in in, um, as you're either allowing the word you hear it but what type of hearing are you even hearing with? You know, cause sometimes, you know, I mean, these days, I mean, we really don't ha- practice the art of hearing, you know, because when you hear, um, we're created in such a way that when we hear, we're able to, uh, 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 allow it to come into our being, our soulish part. And we're, we're able to get, uh, through our intellect understanding of what we're hearing and then whatever we're hearing, then as we get that understanding, then we're able to see, well, now what do I do with what I understand? How do I apply this to my life? But these days people don't really hear like God intends for us to hear. So that's critical. Okay. And so, so the, one of the main reasons why this particular soil is not able to get understanding is because the hearing is not right. Sometimes you have, you, 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 you have some, something playing or the word of God playing maybe in your house, or maybe you're even sitting in service. You're actually in church and you're sitting in service, you're hearing it, but then your mind is all in all kinds of different places. So hearing involves uh, not only your focus attention on whatever you, whatever, wherever the sound is coming from, but it's you, 
actually receiving it and then taking it into the soulless part of your being. It's, 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 it's tapping into your emotions. It's tapping into your understanding. It's tapping into your will, your intellect, all of those things. That's the type of hearing that we need to have when the word of God is being released through sound. Okay. And so, so it's critical. And so, but for the wayward, wayward, um, soil, it says that the wicked one comes in immediately and snatches it away from what was sown in the heart. Okay. So even that which it gets to your heart, the enemy comes immediately. You know, when something's snatched from you, it, it, it's grabbed from you and uh, uh, taken from you so quickly, you don't even have an opportunity to react. Okay. When something is snatched, you don't even, you know, you, that means it's totally taken away from you, you know? And, and, and so this is what happens when the word of God falls on that wayward ground. And so, so the seed can't really get in under the ground and take root. And so also it talks about how the birds can come, you know, and the word is easily exposed. And so the birds represent that wicked one. The birds represent, you know, when, when the enemy comes and he talks you out of the word, when the enemy comes and, 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 and he gets you to be so petty that, that, that the word is dismissed and, and you're unattentive to the word. That means you're not paying attention to the word that was given to you. I want to give you a couple of signs that you may have that may indicate if you have a wayside heart. Are you inundated with spiritual things and yet nothing seems to stick? Okay. Um, and so you, you're constantly, you may be constantly hearing the word or you constantly with, but it doesn't really stick. That means, that means you can't really get it to the place where it becomes such a part of you that you're able to walk it out. That's a question for you. Another thing is this, when you, um, uh, do you easily forget what the Bible says as soon as you walk away from it? Okay. You hear the preach word. Can you remember an hour later? Can you remember the next day what was preached? Um, you read a scripture. Can you remember what you just read? You know, so that that's an indication that the enemy is coming immediately through uh, not being focused, through not being attentive to the word to snatch the word from you. Here's another question. Do you have a hard time holding on to spiritual things? What spiritual things? Peace. Do you have a hard time holding on to your peace? What about hope? Um, what, what about forgiveness? Do you have a hard time? Cause forgiveness is a spiritual thing. Do you have a hard time holding on to that? Um, you know, being content, being, um, you know, in a place where you have joy in your heart. Do you have a hard time holding on to spiritual things? Okay. You know, the enemy, he comes and he engages in our minds, you know, and he causes us to, you know, even as we hear the word, you know, we have the luxury nowadays to, you know, um, that we have more options as it relates to the word of God. Now that we, you know, that the, the internet is at our disposal at, you know, where we have live streaming now that we don't even have to pay to live stream a message anymore. Um, it's more readily available on all kinds of platforms. And so it's so easy to get the word of God, you know, and the enemy wants to come in so many different ways. He has so many different tactics. One tactic that he has is he incites criticism. So maybe you're sitting, you're listening to the word and you're in the comfort of your home. Are you critical of the word? Or are you, are you critical of the man or woman of God that you're receiving the word from? 
Are you being petty about defects or imperfections? Uh, Maybe the way they speak, the way they talk, all kinds of different things like that. That's to me, that's the enemy snatching away the word, the good, precious word that's being released into our hearts. Okay. Now it's different if the word, you know, whatever is being preached is not really the word. Okay. But when the word is being preached, oh, we have to really take it with all seriousness. And so the enemy will, and it will, will, will cause us to, um, to have doubt, to have unbelief, um, to be critical, to, to be, um, sarcastic about the word. And so we want to check that soil to make sure that we're not allowing the enemy to come in with these types of things, because all of that is, 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 is ground that is hard, that is not conducive for a seed to grow. Okay. So that's what we want to check out. Right. So the next one that it talks about is as we go on, it talks about, but he who received the seed on stony places. So we talked about way, wayside, but now we're talking about stony places. He who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root inside him, but endures only for a while. Why? Because when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Okay, so let's look at this soil. He received the word. Well, that's good. He heard the word. Uh, Yes, that's awesome. Received it with joy immediately. Oh, that word was so good. It was awesome. You're excited. You love to hear your pastor. You love to hear such and such minister and preach. Oh, it's awesome. But guess what? The word doesn't have the capability. Well, it has the capability, but in the soil of your heart, if, 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 if you have that stony, stony type of soil, it doesn't have the propensity to be able to take root on the inside. Okay. And it may seem like it's doing something for a little bit and it may begin to sprout up, but it's the the roots that are supposed to dig deep into the soil to help to make it firm for when the winds blow, when, when the rains come, when, when all kinds of elements begin to to muster up, um, it's not capable of sustaining itself within the soil because the soil has got so much that's impeding it and keeping it from taking root. So the rocks represent shallowness. You know, it, it's, it springs up easily, but it dies out quickly. I mean, think about it. Think about that. It springs up easily and it dies out quickly. How many times have we heard the word? I mean, I, I know I, I confess I'm guilty of it. I've heard the word and I get excited about the word and I'll try to do the word. And then, you know, as the days go by and the months go by, I begin to fizzle out. Well, that's that type of soil that's that stone that's in those stony places. OK, sometimes you forget, you know, what was said or ignore what was said. Um, and so here's some questions about testing whether you have stony soil or rocky soil in your heart. Despite hearing and knowing the word of God, you still struggle with forgiving others on a regular basis. Mm, that's a question, because when you have the word of God on the inside of you, you take it for what it is. 
You understand that the word is failure proof. So if the word tells you to forgive, then yeah, it's a process in forgiving, but yet you're going to work through that process until you see manifestation of forgiveness. And so, but if you're still struggling with it after you hear the word and you know the word of God and you still struggle with forgiving people, I don't care what type of offense someone has taken uh, or done to you, It doesn't matter. The word of God gives us a way of escape so that we can forgive. Why? So that we can be free, so that we can move on, so that we can flourish. Here's another thought. Even though you hear a lot of the word, your heart has grown weary from disappointment, maybe from pain or offense. So you don't allow it to take root. All of those are indications. Yeah, you come in the church. I see you in church every Sunday, every Wednesday. You're online almost every day of the week. You listen to two, three, four sermons throughout the day, but yet you still struggle with disappointment. That means the word of God has not taken root in your heart. That means if the pain is still there and it has not shifted or changed to a better state of being, where you are becoming free. Again, that could be a process where you are in the process of of being healed, but you're moving forward where pain or disappointment doesn't have a grip over you anymore. Or offense. Maybe somebody offended you. Maybe your pastor offended you. Maybe someone who's a leader in the church offended you. Maybe your neighbor offended you. Whether they offended you or not, it is given to you through the word of God, a way to escape, to escape offense, even offense. And so, um, so if you're dealing with offense, you're dealing with pain, you're dealing with disappointment for a protracted period of time, you know, um, sure. All of us, it presents itself to us. Sure. I get disappointed. Yes. I deal with pain. I even deal with offense, but I'm determined. I'm not going to let any of these things have a hold of me to where it snuffs out the word of God so that I cannot prosper and have the successful life that God has intended for me to have. So those are questions. One more question. You've been following Christ. You're a Christian. You love God from some time. It's been a while, but you haven't been able to go very deep in your experience with him. You don't consider yourself to be as deep as a lot of Christians. Why is that? Well, I'm telling you, When the word of God gets a hold of you, those scriptures that I read at the beginning, that the word of God is quick and it's powerful, it's sharp, it's able to separate bone from marrow, it discerns. If if when the word of God gets in you, it gets a hold of you. And what does it do? It goes after everything that does not look like God. It goes after insecurity. It goes after weakness. And it goes after those things that are not comely of a Christian. And what does it do? It strengthens you. When I listen to the word of God, it builds me up. It makes me better. I grow day after day after day. And so if you're in that predicament, then you need to look at how you are receiving the word of God. Okay. One last thing I want to share is dealing with among thongs. Okay. And so the scripture reads as, It says, now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches 
choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. All right. So dealing with thorns. When we deal with the thorns, you received it. You got the word. But what happens? The cares of this world. When you have cares, then you give the opportunity for um, when you have the cares of this world, you give the opportunity for worry to set in, for distress, for anxiety, for fear to all set in. When you're dealing with deceitfulness of riches, you know, you, 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 you let comparison set in, you let competition set in, you let all of those things set in and all of those things do what? They keep the word from being able to grow. Okay, so it chokes out the word. It, it, it keeps it from uh, um, taking uh, the root that it needs to. So it may grow, but, 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 but then what happens? Okay, there's so many thoughts, there's so many cares, there's so many worries that it begins to choke the word. So it took root enough for it to grow up, but then it cannot, it's being choked so much by the cares of this world, by, by all the, the things that, that causes us to, to look at and be in competition, to be jealous. It, it, it's just like the sun, it's blocking the sun from getting to that soil and, and, and getting to that, that the seed that, that, that's coming up as a plant to keep it from producing what it needs to produce. Okay. It's just like you go outside and you plant a seed. If you, if you take a box and you put that box on top of, of that plant, it's not going to grow. Why? Because it needs, it needs the sun. It needs the rain, the watering of it. It needs the, the oxygen and the air that comes, you know, that, that helps to cause the whole process of that seed to continue to produce. And so when we look at the cares of the world, those are things that choke out the word. So I have some more questions for you. Do you have a a thorny soil in your heart? If you hear the word with gladness and begin the process of renewal, but haven't allowed yourself to go all the way, you start something and you don't finish. Okay. You don't allow yourself to go all the way. You begin to second guess the word. You, you don't, um, discipline your flesh and your soul to go the distance of staying in the word, renewing yourself in the word, renewing your mind in the word. So, so you don't go all the way. Um, you are a great starter, but you lack following through in your spiritual life. Okay, you start something, but you don't follow through. Maybe you need to call somebody as it relates to, you know, um, uh, the, the word that was shared or whatever. Maybe maybe you need to to go and and get get something that relates to what you're um, focusing on as a resource. It could be all kinds of different things that 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 you need to continue on the process of allowing the word to take its full course in your life. Another question, God has asked you to get rid of certain things in your life, like relationships, oh, addictions, come on now, addiction to drugs. Well, what about addiction to food? What about addiction to, to watching certain programs? Um, sin, also, he's asked you to get rid of certain sins in your life, but you've been slow to respond or you have no intentions of responding. So to me, that that's thorny. Ground. You hear the word, you, 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 you 
You turn it on, you listen to it, you live stream it, but you know you have these things in your life and you're thinking that, okay, well, I'm hearing the word. Why isn't something happening? Well, that's because of the soil that's in your heart. You've not given the word of God the opportunity to settle into your heart and to begin and to begin to produce um, the results that the word can produce. And of course, we know we know about the good ground, right? And so the word talks about he who receives uh, the seed and he hears the word, he understands it, is he that bears fruit and produces. This is the one that receives it, that has good ground, the good ground of your heart. Your heart is open to receive. Your heart is 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 pliable. It's it's receptive to the word of God. It's not critical. It's it, it it doesn't shut the word down when you get uncomfortable and you know that it's hitting areas in your life that you need to do something about it. All right. Okay. All right. So, but listen, let me share a few more scriptures with you as we're talking about what what kind of heart? How is your heart? Okay. And so these scriptures are very powerful, and it says. In Psalms 119, 11, it says, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Okay. And so as we look on that good ground, when you, you have good ground, when you receive the word of God and you take it in your heart and you begin to incubate it, that's hiding that word in your heart, giving it an opportunity to, to, to begin to flourish and grow in your life. And what does it do? It buffers you against sin. Okay. So getting into the word of God, reading the word of God, listening to your pastor, coming to church. You know what? The word of God says, don't forsake the, the fellowshipping of the assembling of, of, of the saints. And so I know that it's, it's easy peasy to be able to, you know, to, to take your, your devices and, and just pick up, you know, a message or click here on that message. You can even click off of it when you want to. But where is the commitment level? Where is the, the, uh, the, the determination to sit and receive even when your flesh knows that you need it? Okay. But your flesh is telling you, I'm tired. You know, when you're in the comforts of your home, you can tend to get a little lazy. And I believe that some of us are using now the pandemic as an excuse to be lazy. Come on now. You know, I'm speaking the truth. I'm speaking to you. Are you being lazy? Are you too lazy to get up now because you've gotten so used to, well, I don't have to get dressed. I can keep my bedroom clothes on and keep my robe on, my bedroom slippers. I can recline in my recliner. Yeah, sure. You've catered to your flesh, but the enemy has slow walked you down to the point where you have allowed your soil to become contaminated. When you used to be vigilant, and receiving the word. When you used to sit at the edge of your seat to receive the word and not only receive it, but to begin to meditate on that word. You know, it's it's good ground when when you hear the word and the next day you're going back to it and you're protecting, you're making sure I understand it. I got it. I'm going to make sure that nothing, no weeds grow up on it. I'm going to make sure that the elements don't come in and steal this word from me. That's what happens when you get up the next day and you go back to that word and you go 
and you meditate on it and you read it again and you and, and you allow it to churn in your spirit. That's what happens when you write down instead of you sitting in front of the screen and you and it's like you're being entertained. Your flesh is used to being entertained by the word. But are you soaking it in? Are you taking notes, taking notes with the intent to do? OK, so those are all things that really, you know, brings into question or shows the condition of your heart. So how is your heart? Is your heart on the wayside type of soil? Is your heart on the stony places type of soil? Is your heart um, among the thorns? thorns? Or is your heart good ground for the word to take root? So we got to protect it. So for some of you, it's making up your mind. You know what? I've become too comfortable in this surrounding. I'm not really hungering for the word like I used to. I'll, you know, when the message is over, I could be doing all kinds of things. I'm multitasking, but I'm not really receiving the word of God. And so as I look at my life, I see this is a direct indication of why I'm feeling the way I am. If fear is still on board, then it comes to question. How are you receiving the word? If anxiety is still on board where it's been prolonged in your life, it comes to question, comes into question of how are you receiving the word and how are you cultivating the word of God in your heart? All of those are valid questions that you need to ask yourself and be real with yourself to say, okay, I need to make some adjustments. I need to get up discipline this flesh and come on back to church or I need to, if I'm, if I'm in a place where I, you know, I really have to, you know, live stream or whatever that, okay, no problem. Or maybe you're, you're listening to it as another message that you've already listened to, you know, a message from your pastor. Okay. And so, so now it's like, okay, but still don't just let it just play. Be listen with the intent to do. Take notes, be attentive, be attentive to the word. Okay. Uh, 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 guard your heart with all diligence. That's another scripture that says in Proverbs 23, 19 says, hear my son and be wise. Um, uh, this says, guide your heart in the way that particular scripture. But then there's another scripture that talks about guarding your heart. And this is from the message version. This is Proverbs 4, 23 to 27. This is where I'm going to end. It says, Keep vigilant watch over your heart. That means the soil of your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. And so that's powerful. So in, in the King James Version, it talks about just simply guarding your heart. And that's what I want to encourage you to do as I close out this podcast, as you answer the question, how is your heart? The next question is, what type of condition or soil condition do you have with your heart? And then am I guarding it? And if you aren't or haven't been, make a determination that you're going to guard your heart with all diligence, the soil, because certainly Every seed that God plants through the word of God, when the word goes out, it doesn't return void. Okay. Um, and so, and so, but it's going to find the right soil 
to produce. Okay. So, so look at, look at your situation, look at your heart and determine what kind of soil I have. And you to be determined that if it's not good soil, that you're going to cultivate that soil in such a way that you're going to have good soil so that you can produce the type of harvest that God has intended for you to produce. I pray this podcast has been a blessing to you. I know it has. I want you to share it with somebody. Also like it and subscribe if you haven't already so that you can get future notices of future podcasts. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.org.